0: Welcome to Puns and Potions. It's your favorite actual play D&D podcast powered by Patreon, where people like you can support us just like our friend Gamer Xylia. Now, this is a momentous occasion. We've gone an entire week on a cliffhanger.
1: Avalon? What's up? <laughs> oh, oh, we're starting. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: do not quite turn around like, fully, but I, like, turn my head slightly to, like, peek at who said that.
0: Okay. You turn your head just enough to catch a glimpse of what looks like not an old woman, um, but a more middle-aged woman. She is holding her hands out in front of her where she's carrying, like, a basket of goods, something, innocuous groceries or whatever. And she's leaning forward looking at you with, uh, furrowed brows can i help you she immediately runs towards you she's only like maybe 10 feet away at this point and she just from behind drops her basket of goods over the cobblestone ground and she just grabs you by the shoulders and attempts to spin you around towards her i don't resist you now having a full view of this woman there's something very familiar, very distant, but it's impossible to deny, with this woman's two different colored eyes, that this is your mother.
2: I... You... You're... You're, You're here. You're here. Your... Mother?
0: She doesn't say anything. You can see she's starting to get choked up, and she just embraces you in a hug.
2: I embrace... I embrace her back and we yeah we have a moment <laughs> we're just hugging
0: <laughs> and as she has you in her grasp you can hear from her voice that she's crying and she's just going my baby boy I didn't think I'd ever see you again
2: I didn't think I'd ever find you I I I had heard rumors that you were here I I I searched everywhere I tried looking for, for so long and and I it, how how are you here? How? What? Tell me everything.
0: And she kind of steps back and she just has her arms or her hands on your arms. And she's just looking over you and she goes, my, how you've grown. You look <laughs> like your father.
2: You haven't aged a day.
0: She kind of lets go and steps back, just contemplating the entire moment. And mm-hmm. she looks down at the ground where all of her goods are now out and about she goes oh, i've always been just clumsy and she oh, goes please to help pick them yeah. up yeah
2: yeah allow me to help you and i help her pick it
0: up and she looks over the four of you now she goes are, how did you find me i your your friends companions I can't thank you enough for assisting in I can only assume a treacherous task.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yes, of course, of course. Um uh these good friends have helped me out many a ways through my journeys. Um allow me to introduce them. This is Bear and I just Hi, hear Bear. Hello. Um this is Beatrice.
3: Pleasure to meet you.
2: And this is Selena.
4: Hello.
2: Everyone, this is this is my mother. Dahlia.
0: And she is just at kind of a loss for words. You can still see that there are tears streaming down her face, and she just looks over to you and goes, I, Please, um, I want to hear everything. I'm sure you want to hear everything as well. Just let's, I'll take you to my home, and we can talk there.
2: Of course, of course. Yeah, let's. We can get settled and we can talk about everything then. You, you you, all, of course, don't mind, right? We'll have a place to stay at least for the night.
1: No, that's, yeah, but totally. Most certainly. Okay, okay.
2: And you can see that Abalin is like, kind of like freaking out internally. Like he doesn't quite know how to compose himself at the moment. Just kind of like in disbelief and utter shock.
0: So she won't say much on the walk. She just kind of goes to grab your arm like your that big bicep we talked about during the zombie fight. And
1: <laughs>
0: and um just kind of walk you a few blocks through the town until you get to uh what looks like not a hovel but like a, a smaller brick home. Uh she opens the door and allows you guys in. It's not very big. There's like a opens up to this middle common area. So where you can see is this like attached kitchen and a hall, Mm -hmm. which has uh, presumably doors to separate rooms, bedroom, bathroom, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There is a a table that from around it has um, a couple chairs. There is, as you look around, the place is like immaculate. Like she keeps it clean to a T every surface. And she puts her basket down on the counter observer goes please please all of you sit down i i would it's be a pleasure to host you
1: thank you I right, sit down
0: and she just gives this deep exhale as she sits down among the four of you
1: mm. and
0: she goes avon i don't know where to begin i i, guess, I suppose i could start first
2: <laughs> and uh I won't like monologue it, but I'll kind of like recount all the adventures from the moment that we, you know, entered uh, this place and all like uh, me meeting Bear, Selena and Beatrice and all the misadventures we had gone on up until this point. And as of right now, what our goals were, Mm -hmm. I guess, before getting here. Like, I don't I don't hide anything from her. I kind of just like tell her everything.
0: Okay. And she will um, easily be, you know, enraptured with the stories that you're telling. And just the fact that you are present in front of her is enough to keep her attention. Um, Her side of the story, she will explain that there was supposed to be a parliamentary procedure with your father. And that he was growing trusting of her enough so to send her to not parlay but kind of speak in advance to a visitor uh, an interested party either financially or culturally that would have eventually come to meet your father in like a more expansive type of event or uh, order okay and how the place that she was to go was here. And when she arrived here, it was something like she, it was a hundred percent the opposite of what was described. A situation that she had gotten herself into that she knew was immediately either a setup from someone or a mistake, or she just kind of found the wrong people at the wrong time. She in getting to Kresk, Um, was even a great deal of trouble. Uh, Moving into the valley, obviously, following this similar trail to where you guys have taken, was arduous. And for her, it was usually trading away the fancy things that she had or what gold she had on her at the time to hire people, caravans or hunters, to escort her to a more safe place and she finally found that she could rest here and it's where she's been for years much like the rest of the populace they kind of take what they can get and it was to the point where she knew she couldn't leave and been here ever since
2: you've been here all this time by yourself
0: I wouldn't say it's too bad, the being alone part. Of course, at the beginning it was hard, but it's it's not too bad. There's nice folks in the town.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. That's incredibly unfortunate. I'm sorry that happened to you. God, that bastard of a father of mine.
0: Now, Avalon, I can't say with certainty that it had anything to do with your father. Why? Well, but a lot of money it did. And she just kind of gives uh, a heavy exhale. Avalon, roll an insight check. Oof, that's not good. Um, <laughs> eight. Okay. It's hard to discern what's really behind that sigh, but it's it's a little bit of, yeah, this is what I expected.
2: I came all this way to find you, only to find out that you had been sent away. You must understand that does not sit well in my mind.
0: I can understand that. I've been through every phase of contemplating what happened or what could have been better. And I never found the answer. And I don't want you ruining years of your life wondering as well. At least give me that now what? that we've been met.
2: Right. What matters is that you're here now. You're, you're here. You're finally here. I, I have no words. We have so much to catch up on, mother.
0: And she'll place a hand on your sitting on the table. And you can see that the tears are kind of streaming down her face again, but it feels a little bit different this time.
2: Can I like insight that too? Or... Sure. This time it is a fourteen.
0: This time it feels a little bit more like I wish you'd never got stuck here too Mm
2: -hmm. (sighs) well enough of the (laughs) waterworks um bear beatrice selena feel free to make yourselves comfortable um i'm sure we can morsel up some food and rest for the evening if that's all right with the rest of you did you maybe want to explore the town a little bit more or
3: well i mean certainly if you wanted a moment with your mother um we're happy to step outside uh go explore a bit
2: no please allow us to step outside you you all make yourselves comfortable like you've done a great deal of help to me so and now that me and my mother are together i want to reciprocate that in any way i can so be comfortable don't worry about it we'll step outside and we'll catch up we'll take a walk
0: she stands up and she'll as you're saying these things um and she will kind of bring out a couple things. Um, she doesn't have much, but it's not like empty cupboards. Uh, and she'll get you the basic necessities, water and food and stuff like that, that she can whip up quick. Um, and she'll uh, she'll accompany you on that walk, yeah.
1: Oh, I was so scared I was going to ruin the moment for them. It took everything in my power not to put my hand on their hands when they were touching I was...
3: You did so good, Bear. I'm really proud of you.
1: I, I I didn't want to ruin it for him. It seemed like an important time.
3: Yeah, can I just like look around the room? Sure. If there's anything of note.
1: Yeah, roll a perception check.
3: Uh, twenty three.
0: Wow. To be honest, there's there's very few bits of decor. Um, you can find on the wall. There is this sort of not fancy, but it, it's it's a nice representation of. Uh, symbolism that you've seen prior for the morning lord um that's hanging on the wall and it it doesn't look like it's handmade. it looks like something that she i guess you don't really know her her what her skills lie in but it's one of those things where she she probably bought it as like an ex, like an expensive thing a nice thing to have in the house among these other things that were cheap and affordable she's it definitely looks like you get the sense of um just from the air in the room that she's not been struggling but it's she's it's been very hard, just like most people mm-hmm. that you've encountered. Avalon, are you asking anything in particular of your mother on the walk, or are you just kind of catching up?
2: Um, We can catch up, and um, I guess I want to bring up the topic of, like, I guess, our limited amount of time being able to stay here. And mm-hmm. so the conversation will probably lead to something like um, you being like, well... Well, I know that you've been in Barovia for quite a while and you've made a living and you're happy here, but um, you, me and my friends had the intention of figuring out a way to escape. Um, and I'd like you to either accompany us or or when when the seal is broken, find a way for us to reunite, together again outside of this cursive place.
0: Mavalin, I love the sentiment, and I'm glad that you're such a well-spoken man now, but I I don't want to sound like I don't trust you, or I don't think you could do it. But I don't know where you'd even begin trying to do that.
2: Well, we, we have a couple leads. We have clues, and and, and... And potential uh, methods of trying to lift the curse off this place. Um, we we know we know of this count. We know of this force that's keeping us binded here. If we could find some way to break that, we could find some way to to free the people of Barovia. To to. I don't know, Mother, but it's a start. I can't. I can't stay here forever, you must understand.
0: I understand. I'm just... I just worry about you. That's all.
2: (laughs) I could say the same for you. I've done nothing but worry about your well-being. It's good to know that you're safe here, at least.
0: What's the party inside doing? Or potentially leaving the inside to go somewhere outside?
1: I forget, did we ever like check out the shops and stuff?
0: Mm -mm, Not yet.
3: Mm. Uh, yeah, there's an oddities shop. That's where we were. That's we yeah. It.
0: That's what was you were heading ringing to. Ringing my bell, yeah, and I was right like,
1: there. "That sounds cool. Maybe I can find something that'll help my people. You
0: never know." So you're gonna head off in that direction again?
3: I think so. How? What time of day is it?
0: Um, right now it probably would be around afternoon, early evening.
3: Okay. Yeah, I think, and along the way, um, Beatrice would also like to keep an eye out for that grocer to, like, pick up a few extra things for Dahlia and to, like, make a meal if they're going to be camping down with her for a little bit.
0: Okay, yeah, great. We don't have to necessarily, like, okay. what are you making? What Do they have stock of, of <laughs> potatoes? Uh, yeah.
4: Uh, okay, don't, like that. don't snap like me like that. I wanna, you know, make fancy food for us. What I can what can I say? <laughs> Nothing
3: um, wrong with that. After some
0: <laughs> after some time looking for the oddities shop, you come across this um square little building and on the outside. It doesn't look like anything in particularly fancy. It kind of blends in with most of the other buildings and uh, residences and stuff. But you do see this kind of um, semicircle sign over the top that says Lady Kate's Wondrous Emporium. Okay. When you walk inside, you're immediately met with a room that feels like it's too big to be inside of the structure from which you just entered. In fact, you look around and you're seeing these like floors upon floors, uh, like balconied over top of just shelves upon shelves. And they're kind of radiating out from like a middle point and going in rows. And as you start to realize like kind of what's going on here, the space that you're standing in is actually circular. It's this large like cylindrical tower. And I wouldn't say it's like 20 feet tall. Um, You can definitely see at least two balconies. And then on the top, there's like this... Uh, sort of stained glass dome that where the s- sunlight is like filtering through, and lighting the establishment. What What
1: did you say was like on these shelves? Just
0: about anything <laughs> that you can find. There's weird little jars and books and just things strewn about in no particular rhyme or fashion that you can identify. Are you going to go up to a shelf and, like, pull something off of it to look at it?
1: Why, yeah, wildly peruse. Okay.
0: But <laughs> like, we could also talk to the shopkeeper if that's... So, I want you to roll a d10. Six. Six. And now I want you to roll a d100. The percentile out
1: 96. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> good roll.
0: The first thing that you come across that kind of catches your eye is this um, set of teacups. They're little teacups and they sit on a little plate and there's just there's three of them kind of tucked behind on a shelf. Um they're very uh they have very fancy sort of paints on the outside, elegant swirls and designs and things like that that, that match the plates that they're sitting on. Uh the teacups at the moment are empty.
3: Hmm.
1: I want to examine them further. <laughs> like, I will I'll pick one up and inspect it closely. As you pick up one of the teacups, um, are you picking
0: it up from like the cup part or from the handle part?
1: <laughs> mm, I would imagine the handle. Okay.
0: Um, as you put your hand on the handle, you can feel just the slight radiation of heat from the cup portion of the teacup. You're not touching it; it's I'm not like burning you. But you can feel that it's warm, even though there's nothing
1: inside. I'm gonna look around and see if there's like direct sunlight, like coming in from anywhere that's sitting on it. Nothing. I'm gonna put my hand to the base of it. Okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's warm for sure. It's like I said, it's not, it's burning not like to the burning touch. or anything. It's just okay. Yeah, yeah. but it, it's it's hotter than you would expect for something that's empty and been presumably sitting
1: on a shelf. I'm gonna show be it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what did you find, there?
1: I've, it's a. It's one of those little cups, but it's hot all the time. What? I pull it what? out, and I show her. <laughs> Look, and the, there's these tiny little cups in my big chunk of hands, and I'm like, they're warm. <laughs> and I hold one out to you.
3: Yeah, I'll I'll reach out and grab it.
1: <laughs> okay. Same thing? It could keep your drinks warm. Huh.
0: As you, wait, mm, are you holding more than one or did you just hold one and now you're handing it to
3: Beatrice? Just one. Yeah, I
0: imagine it
1: was just the one. And then I handed that same one to her. Gotcha. Just making sure. (laughs) I hold up all of them. (laughs) What does that mean?
0: (laughs) (laughs) There was a, there was a key word in there, but you weren't holding a cup.
1: Okay. (laughs) Pretty cool, Red. I I just read him. i, I will it.
3: also glance over to the shelves and grab something
1: okay roll a d10 three
0: and then a percentile die d100
3: also 90.
1: oh you find a set of teacups
4: <laughs> these are cold no. oh my goodness
0: um this you you find is uh, just like a little handhold or handheld chest uh, more specifically, it looks like it's made of gold, and it has these tiny emeralds that that line the perimeter of the of it. And on the very top, you can see that there's some sort of sigil, uh, potentially from the previous owner or the maker of the chest, something that's like in, oh. bla- in blazoned on the top.
3: Um, is, Open it, in, it. Oh, is it an arcane sigil? Like, would I recognize it?
0: Roll for Arcana.
3: As a natural one.
0: <laughs> uh, mm, could be.
3: Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I will just stare at it confusedly for a few seconds and then open it. <laughs> okay.
0: You open it just fine. I, it's, it's empty, currently.
3: Huh. At this point, oh, it's still holding it. I'm going to just look around to see if there's... Is there Kate anywhere? Is there a shop owner?
0: <laughs> you haven't seen her yet, no. And there doesn't seem to be other people in the shop at the moment. You're not hearing like shuffling or anything. Other people going, "Whoa, have you seen this teacup?" Like none of that.
4: I I'm with them, right? Like I decided to kind of follow them.
0: Yeah. Do you want to pick something yeah, up too?
4: Yeah, I would love to pick something off the shelf.
0: <laughs> roll it. Roll a d10. Okay. It's your turn. Come on down and
2: pick something yeah. off the shelf. <laughs>
4: yeah. It's okay, gotta be in the nineties though. And then a hundred?
1: Yep. Ninety three. Here we go. Uh, it's is it a zero? It's, <laughs> it's a
4: zero. three. Is it just Thirty three. Thirty three or just three? three? It's just, just three. three. It's oh, just you got zeros? Yeah, zeros.
0: I oh. Yeah, it's um, just three. Though. Uh, the, what you find uh, catches your eye potentially because it maybe goes with your outfit. It's uh, it's a gemstone of a dark onyx, like dark, deep purple, mm. almost black gem that's just sitting on the on the shelf there. Uh,
4: seeing as uh, Selena has a fascination with shiny things, I am mm-hmm. um, going to go immediately towards it and look at it intently.
0: Okay, uh, roll an yeah. investigation check.
4: I have rolled a nineteen.
0: Uh, when you pick it up and you start catching it in the light, there's almost this, like embedded in the gem, there's these uh, like little rings of of gold when it catches the light in just the right way. It's just like a very intricate looking crystal, uh, gemstone. Yeah,
3: because because Beatrice was dumbfounded by that arcane symbol. Um, I will go ahead and cast detect magic
0: on the <laughs> chest.
3: I have a, there's a 30 foot radius. Oh, oh, <laughs>
0: detect magic. Not identify. I'm going to hold the teeth up out too.
3: Detect magic. Oh, uh, I'm going to say
0: you get a smattering of yeah. magic, uh, throughout okay. the room of many different schools of magic uh-huh. to which I yeah. won't bore you with the details of no. exactly what's <laughs> what, um, but if you're looking for something,
3: uh, could you tell me? Is the box magical?
1: It is
0: not.
3: Oh.
1: <laughs> you picked up like the one non-magical thing in this place.
3: <laughs> I know <laughs> it has a symbol on it. Yeah.
1: Maybe it's like prepared to be magic. Like mm-hmm. you like say a word and the magic turns on. Or right? Something.
3: Is the the are the teacups magical? Yes, they are. Yes. Okay. Um. I will put the the box back on its shelf Mm -hmm. and try to take a few steps around to try and look for the owner of this fine establishment.
0: Okay, Uh, roll a perception check.
3: 17.
0: You're looking around, darting in between each of the aisles, kind of looking down and across this circle, um, up in the upper rafters, and you can't see a single other person other than the people you came in with.
1: What are you doing?
3: I'm looking for the owner of this place. I want to talk to them. This where do they find all these trinkets? Um
1: Excuse me! I yell into the room. (laughs) As you say
0: that, and it kind of like bills out into the room, um, the closest shelf end to where you're standing comes out from behind a woman that's wearing this like gaudy blue sort of like uh, cloak robe sort of situation and she has this like bright platinum blonde hair that she has pulled back into a ponytail and she kind of rings the corner and she's hanging onto the shelf and like leaning out from it <laughs> and she goes welcome what did you need help with looking at, at bear who had, you know exclaimed uh,
1: my, <laughs> my friend was looking for you she's right here
0: well here I am
3: hello you must be Kate Yes, I am. I, well, we just kind of stumbled into this city and uh, into uh, your fine uh, menagerie here. Uh,
0: from which city did you stumble in from?
3: Uh, from Valaki. Kresk. Oh, well, we stumbled into Kresk, yes. Yeah. But from Valaki. Oh, I see, I you see. You're asking. Oh,
1: yeah. I, okay, <laughs> she would know that we're in Kresk. <laughs> she's in Kresk, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's why, weird. That's why I ask, okay. because she then says, Ooh, Valky. Not great. Kresk, I'm assuming that's where you came from, if you were from Valaki. Not my best enterprise, but it's okay.
3: Wait.
1: You mean like
0: this building right here? Well, this building is not to get too technical, many buildings.
1: No, it it's just one building. See, that's where you're wrong.
3: Is this a I think I maybe have read about this. Is this a pocket dimension or something like that?
0: Oh, we have someone uh, of the arcane arts here, don't we? I like this one. She's interesting. You're from a
1: world of pockets? Not quite. <laughs> That's what you just said. I heard you say it. I'm smart too. It's more like...
0: Mm, how do I explain this? It's more like the shop is a pocket but if the pocket was on many pairs of pants,
1: does that make sense? Like if I put my hand in my pocket, it would go in your pocket? <laughs> kind of, yeah. All right, that, that makes no sense to me. What if I need to get into my pocket? Well, see, in this
0: metaphor, there is only one pocket. You don't really own your own pocket. Of course, I own this pocket, which is my shop. It's a whole thing.
1: Yeah, there's a vacant stare on Bear's face. Steam is coming out of his ears. It's just
3: don't. It's don't worry about it, Bear. It's it's. A, it's okay.
1: So
0: you needed help with something? Were you looking to purchase?
3: Um,
1: what are well... these? And I hold up the teacups. The teacups. They feel like they're warm. Oh, those are... And I almost picked up two? That's a set of <laughs> Well Wizard's teacups. Now,
0: when you're having a pleasant conversation and holding on to one, after speaking the trigger word, which, if you don't mind, and she puts out a hand for you to place the teacup. I do that. Okay. She grabs it by the handle and goes, Tea, please. And then it fills up with tea. <laughs> and as long as you carry a pleasant conversation, the tea will continue to fill... Without using the trigger word. But if you tell a lie or are unsavory in attitude, it will empty itself. And what? she will pass the tea back, the teacup back to you full. Did you have questions about anything else? Yeah, what's that box do? <laughs> oh, it's just a fancy box. Oh. Not everything is magical, you know. Like.
1: It's an oddity shop. I thought there'd be something odd. I think it's odd that it's not odd. That's
3: actually a fair point. Um, is there anything of particular interest that you've come across recently?
0: My, if I kept mental count of everything within the shop, I would surely go insane. And there's just something, dare I say, magical about the experience of just stumbling onto something that you didn't really expect you needed.
3: I mean, that is true. Um... If I, if I may where are the other doorways into your uh, wonderful emporium what other cities
0: she names cities that are
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> she names them
0: <laughs> that you would be familiar with Sword Coast, Eberron, Ravnica like other one okay. one timer pop up shops and cities that you um, are at least aware of maybe have been to mm-hmm. but outside
1: of Barovia for sure
4: Right. All of them?
1: Can you, like, Other just this one? open a door and go there whenever you want? Well, see, this is the trick.
0: The door that you enter is the door that you leave from. You can't enter from one place and exit it somewhere else.
1: Where are you right now?
0: I mean, I'm just in the shop.
1: Well, where, yeah, but you entered from a door,
0: right? Yes, but it's been so long, I couldn't I couldn't hedge a bet on what city I would walk out into i have everything i need here
1: what happens if we both open up the door and look out do we see two different places yes you do whoa and there's no way you could change that there's no way i could come in here and we could because we're trying to leave this place I... and it sounds like you have almost the ability to do so i bet you are trying to leave but unfortunately that's not much i can do
3: i was thinking the same thing there <laughs>
1: It, but it, whatever's going on, keeping people here doesn't affect you. Have you tried leaving? Maybe you can't. Because you're a part of Barovia? It's a good question. I haven't tried. I might have to experiment with that. It's very
0: interesting. Well,
1: I'd, if we ever run it again, I'll have to ask. <laughs> I'm very curious about your little experiment. Who's looking for more stuff? Yeah, I'm going to do one more. I didn't like my tea set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: I want to do one more. But I also... I also want to like go over and ask her. uh, I I want, I want to like kind of like look up from the shiny thing I'm looking at, like wide eyed, and like go over to her and be like, is this just a crystal?
0: Uh, Yes, it is just a crystal. Now, it could be used, I'm sure, for some sort of specific purpose that would consume the crystal, but uh, in its own essence, it's only just a crystal. Sorry to disappoint.
4: And I'm going to, how much is it?
0: Uh, Well, i would probably say about 50 gold pieces
4: um take it back i'm just gonna like hand it back okay
0: (laughs) she'll take she'll take it out of your hand and then just immediately put it up on any shelf that she can touch (laughs) (laughs) just so it'd be cool if you went and checked out their website astraldice.com or followed them on Instagram at @theastraldice. Thanks for the time. Now back to the puns.
1: I'm going to I'm going to check another shelf and I'll be right back. I'm going to ask you about it, okay? And I'm going to gleefully run off. I rolled a 99. (laughs) You
0: find... um, The first thing, and perhaps because you've seen Beatrice work with these or find these uh, previously, um, you find a a small sack, and when you pick it up, it jingles.
1: I'm going to open it up and peer in. Do I see money? You see a bunch of gold coins. Uh... I'm going to go take this to the lady and be like, hey, what's this do? And I was going to just give her a bag of money.
0: She goes, oh, that's. Mm, those are lead coins painted gold, not gold coins. I.
3: Oh. Those
0: are littered about, and someone came in and dropped them. I think it was a joke. I don't know. I don't care to weed through everything and find the little priceless items because I'm sure someone would pay good money to have them anyway.
1: So they're just. Metal cords. Painted gold. Nothing special. Oh, all right. I'm going to put it on a random shelf next to me. <laughs> Perfect.
4: I also rolled again.
1: Okay. What'd you roll?
4: I rolled a 94 this time.
0: <laughs> what did you roll? So did you roll the d I rolled first? a
4: freaking zero, like four, like a three before.
1: Three. Okay.
0: okay. Uh, <laughs> you find... What is this like oblong sort of uh, opaque white gem? Actually, very interestingly, <laughs> it has this sort of, when you catch in the light, it is you can't see quite through it like you could see the gold bands in the other one, but it has like this bluish, almost like uh, iridescent purple shimmer to it.
4: OK, and I'm going to run up to her. I'm going to say, what this? <laughs> that
0: is a moonstone for Clefairies. Yeah. Are you wanting to know how much it costs? Yes. Since I was so disappointing before, I will bring down the price from 50 in my mind's eye to a clean
1: 42.
4: How much money did we all get in those in the from B before?
1: <laughs> Check where you wrote it down. Wait. I don't
3: I
4: can't find it.
1: Can't. Rip I know. Gone to the ether. That's why I tell B to keep hold of my money.
4: Yeah. I don't have a B. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's not uh, like you have
1: B. <laughs> just tell her. You just share her your money.
3: You probably because I believe we each got like fifty or something like that. Or was it forty from the two hundred gold? I could probably let me look in my notes. And then we had the platinum pieces, so you have ten from 10 that. Platinum? No, no. <laughs> 10 gold. Oh. Because <laughs> I mean, we had, gold yeah, so. we had a 200 total gold that was from the watcher house. So we would have 50. Okay. I'm writing each. Down now. So you have 60 plus.
0: Whatever you had before. Whatever
3: right? I had before. Whatever you had before.
0: 60 gold, yeah.
3: Okay,
4: I can afford it, <laughs> but I don't want it. I <laughs> do. Now,
0: I will say, in comparison to the Onyx, this has a legendary story told about it that presumably uh, the sight of this stone would cause, um, how do you say, lycanthropes to be reverted back to their animal form. Now, I can't say as to whether or not this can do that by itself or if it needs magic. It's not my wheelhouse, but... I can at least tell you that there is some semblance of a p- purpose for it.
1: What's a lycanthrope?
0: Uh, It's a person that can also transform into an animal, or in some cases what? a hybrid form. You can do that?
1: I can't do that. Do you have a stone that makes me able to do that? <laughs> N- no, the, s- the stone undoes it. Oh. What if I break the stone will it make me become an animal? I you know I can't guarantee that the answer to that question is no.
4: You have to buy it and find out. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm going to just hold on to it. Okay. And I I I'm going to keep looking but
3: I'm going to let it be if you want to go first and So I I do still you can do whatever you want with this, Eric. But I do still have to tech magic up. I mm-hmm. would like to go towards a magic thing.
0: Okay. If so, <laughs> yeah. What do I have to do? Is roll the same, and then I'm gonna yeah.
3: uh,
0: adjust depending on where we are in the in the list.
3: Twenty two.
0: So you roll the zero, and a then two.
3: A... So you sorry, roll the d10 first, and then yeah, which is okay. two. Sorry, and then twenty.
0: Okay. Um, you find, looking specifically through your Detect Magic lens of items to try and get something that that gives off something particular, uh, you actually find a finely crafted uh, silver with gold inlay, a compass. As you look over it further, you can see that on the edges are both Dwarven on one side and Draconic runes. Which I would assume you'd be familiar with, just by reading about them. Not necessarily that you could read them.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
1: What a find for the (laughs) right person. I feel like it was very
0: specialized.
3: Um. What school of magic?
0: That is a great question. Picking up divination, probably.
3: I will. Yeah, I will grab it and kind of just admire it for a few moments Mm -hmm. um i'll open up my own compass which is much less pretty um are they are they similar are they pointing in different the needles pointing in different directions
0: the your compass is pointing north clearly the compass that you found currently is pointing east says (laughs)
3: i'll walk up to kate Mm -hmm. and i'll just hold out my hands up to her (laughs) sure (laughs) so i'm a bit of an explorer and this is my compass uh clearly uh something with the magnet or magic probably could you tell me more about this
0: um she kind of puts her hand over the item, and you see her kind of, like, twirl her fingers and then back again. And she just gets a smirk on her face. And she tells you that the compass every 1d4 hours randomly changes the cardinal direction to which it points.
1: (laughs) I had hyped that up so much in my head (laughs) and when you told the description it was just like wait
3: (laughs) that's really disappointing this (laughs) is probably going to sound very rude but what would why would somebody what is the the point of a compass like this
0: I couldn't say so myself but someone found at least a reason to produce the object I'm sure they had something in mind (laughs)
1: Maybe it's like a trick. You like give it to someone you don't like and you're like, all right, let's both head east. And then they start heading west instead of east.
3: I mean, weast. I know a few people who that would be quite humorous to, to give to, that's certain. Um Well, it's quite curious. I'll give you that. Um, Certainly I will, odd. Yeah, I will put it Back on the shelf, um, and I one final question. Mm-hmm. I would like to take a quick look at the crystal that Selena found at first. Mm-hmm. I can hand it to you. Or not, I guess yeah, not that, the that's moonstone. The, that's the the other ones on the shelf. I, yeah, the one that's back on the shelf. Sure. Um, could I get a sense of how much it's actually worth itself?
0: I would go maybe with investigation. Looking over it, seeing how it's cut, seeing, you know, the origin.
3: Uh, 22. Uh,
0: Yeah, you can find... uh, Looking over it, and it's not like the most valuable gem you've ever seen. Honestly, some of the cuts are a little crooked. Um, It has that inlay, which leads you to believe that it may be fabricated in certain sections. Um, So, but... I mean, it's still predominantly a fancy gemstone. She's giving you pretty much the the value price.
3: That is the value of it? Dang it. Okay. Um, Bummer. (laughs) (laughs) I have a a thing that I was hoping to maybe get a good deal on. Um, I'll leave it at that. Uh, All right. I will just return it to the shelf then.
0: Okay. Anybody else?
3: I would like to continue looking on the
4: shelves.
0: Go for it. Roll a d10 and then roll your d100. Seven and 50,
4: 57.
0: Okay. So you're walking around and you're kind of trying to find something and you've been finding these like little glittering gems and things that are popping out to you. Uh, But this one, you turn and you see it hanging on like a a rack, like an armor rack, where other sets are also in various... Uh, levels of disarray except for this one it is a full uh, chest plate and it has these like it is It is predominantly like a shining silvery sort of inlay but on the edges and across like specific points these it has these bands of gold and in the very center of the chest is the iconography of like a, a sun god of some kind
4: I'm not really interested in it. I think I'm done. I'm not going to buy the moonstone.
0: Anybody else? Last, uh...
1: Last calls? I'll give it one last go. Okay. D10, <laughs> Just... and then the 100. Two. What? 20. Wait. Got, you already got that, right?
3: But it wasn't on no. the dot, because that was the magic one, so... Yeah. You could actually do the 22. That's funny.
1: Is. <laughs> Like all 90s or 22. You
0: find, maybe because um, of how fascinated B is with them, you, you find on the shelf this book that is partially open. Um, what languages do you know?
1: Uh, Common and Dwarvish, that's it.
0: Okay. So you're looking over this, just a couple pages of the book, and you notice that it's in Dwarven script, like it's the Dwarven alphabet, but it's not... It itself is not Dwarvish words, if that makes sense.
1: I feel like, would I recognize if there's very similar languages that I would recognize what the other language would be?
0: Uh, Yeah, so I would... I'm just going to give it to you because it's...
1: I feel like I, as Adam, understands what it is. Yeah. Maybe if I could guess it, you could tell me if it's yes or no and we can leave it at that. Sure, go for it. <laughs> uh, I, Whatever, like, the Duragar speak, I guess, so under common i don't know what they speak
3: deep speech maybe
1: yeah
0: so this book in particular is not in deep speech but it is geared towards um learning another language oh specifically um i'm just gonna give you this one because it's funny and no you're not probably gonna buy it um <laughs> We'll see about that. <laughs> the, the book is actually an entire, uh, entirely written in Orcish to learn deep speech, but specifically only the swear words. <laughs>
1: That's so if I understood Orcish, I could then teach myself deep speech, curse words. Yes, I really want to buy this. <laughs> I'm not going to though. I don't see my myself ever. I I don't think any of my companions speak Orcish either. Without me asking, I'm fairly certain that they don't. But I will. I guess I thank her for probably telling me that. You know, yeah, and sure, then put sure. Put it back sure. on the shelf. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's it for me. Okay, you guys will leave. Yeah, him, uh... third, third strike, you're out.
3: I do. I do have one final question. Um what race is she
0: she appears to be human
3: okay as it looks like everyone is kind of gathering um we will just reapproach kate and say uh well th- your your shop is uh certainly certainly wondrous that's a good name in the title obviously um and it's been a pleasure browsing uh maybe we will uh see you hopefully from a better uh, city than we entered in from
0: i would hope so
3: do you know anything about strahd
1: um who the guy who's keeping us here he's kind of a bad dude mm. so
3: count Strahd is the the ruler over the land of Barovia in which Kresk is in.
0: This is all new to me. To be fair, I had some people come into the valley of Barovia, they call it, uh, set up the doorway into this building, and then I projected myself into the realm to kind of make sure that everything was done right. Because honestly... If you want a good job done, you can only do it yourself. But they actually did it, so I can't complain too much. Other than that, didn't stick around too long.
3: Fair enough.
1: Have you checked on them?
0: They're probably still here, right? <laughs> now that you mention it, <laughs> I feel like I should... Hmm. Kind you of feel bad can about that We could go look for them. We're here. You know, honestly, don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't. I look very concerned over at B. <laughs> I
3: think B will just make her way outside.
1: Um, Willie.
0: Uh, any more things specifically that you wanted your to talk to your mom about, or you know, places that you wanted to see?
2: I think I am good. Like the the end of that last conversation is kind of where I want to leave off that walk, and then we can make our way back and regroup with the others who I assume are back from the shop by now.
1: Yeah, sure. Oh, we should have got her the tea. The mom; she would have probably loved it that tea set. Oh well, we know it's there. Well, we can go back.
3: Yeah. So on our way back, we'll say that B swung in and picked up like some bread and yeah. Meat and veggies and stuff.
0: Easy enough. Um, you will notice uh, when you go into this like grocer type shop, um there it seems to be that everything that is sold here, um, if you were to talk to the shopkeeper or whatever, everything that's sold in this shop is made, like grown or kept in this town. Like they are a self servient uh, cycle of a location. They don't get shipments of anything. Uh, At least items that you could see were available now. They don't get shipments outside. What to do now? You have a couple other things in the town that have been described to you. Um, There is obviously the Abbey on top of the hill. There is the blacksmith. There is the worship like the sh- shrine slash pool that the uh burgomaster mentions briefly
1: i feel like we went to the blacksmith did we not i think he
0: talked to him ab- about it a little bit but didn't actually go
2: let's say we pay a visit there I'm
3: gonna say is there anything that we need at the blacksmith
2: why do i feel like somebody was looking for a weapon I thought died.
1: I talked to him about improving my weapon, but he said it was going to take too long, and we yeah. weren't didn't have that amount of time to be in the city. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: the other one, yeah.
3: Yeah, I oh, was
0: like. okay. oh, that a different? Oh, okay. That was in Valky, yeah.
3: Yeah, that'll and that'll definitely be true here if we only have
0: yeah like, twenty four
3: hours at this point. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because so because we were kind of waiting for the Baron to come get us if he needed us after mm-hmm. delivering the letter. Correct. Um.
0: He has not called for you yet
3: right yeah um it would be interesting to check out the abbey that was something we heard from Octavio, i believe as you're we asking about the town
0: oh and how it I was believe. being protected
3: yeah mm-hmm. yeah or maybe from the barkeep or something there yeah
0: one, one or the other
3: In the tavern yeah i think i mean i think probably at this point we just kind of hunker down for the night and have a nice meal of reunited with his mother for yeah. the first time in years, So I think uh-huh. probably he is just trying to take a back seat and Try to chill, just let things happen. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I think I, my main focus is now that we have that map and we were looking at the, all the things that we potentially missed. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was a lot of stuff, so uh, you know we're kind of just waiting for the bear to either come snag us or not, and then we'll be yeah. on our way.
0: As you are kind of hungering down, getting comfortable, um, making food, eating, just sharing stories or you know that kind of thing. Night comes. I mean, it's it's dark out. the The brigmaster doesn't call upon you guys. Are you guys just? going to get an uh, early sleep in
4: yeah why not so, I will, will.
0: <laughs> and she doesn't have much room in the house um, there is like a secondary um, bedroom that is very mildly furnished as a bed um, of course she's going to sleep in her own bed um, but you guys would rough in it but I mean you've slept out in the wilderness before so it's not too bad <laughs>
3: Yeah, we're Roughing indoors. A roof. There's a yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> right. Anybody doing um, anything uh in the night or like, you know, prior to going to bed of your own individual tasks?
2: I like to imagine me and my mother probably just sit by the fire or like a fireplace for like the living room area or whatever and mm-hmm. just um talk all night, laugh, share more stories and just, you know, be happy in each other's company for a little while
0: okay
3: I think if we have like a good chunk of downtime before evening I would like to work on my project
0: okay yeah. um, I believe last time I had you roll for dexterity and intelligence to kind of translating the blueprints into uh, components now I'm going to go with a straight dexterity roll as you attempt to assemble components
3: Straight decks?
0: With um with the bonus from your tinkering kit, which
3: Okay, with so like with proficiency. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sixteen. Okay.
0: Now of course um you haven't tested it yet or like calibrated right. its different components. That would be kind of field work potentially, but the project itself is assembled, uh, according to your schematics.
3: Excellent. I'm just Did kind do of this? doing this in the corner, by the way. <laughs> okay.
1: Of a room which I am doing nothing but waiting in.
3: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Did I see whatever it was? I'm not hiding it.
0: <laughs> be hard to hide. <laughs> what?
3: What? What is it? Basically, I have assembled, constructed a... Um, something that can basically be... Basically a crossbow attachment that is a grappling hook. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's pretty cool.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then we can work out the details later specifically yeah. on like the mechanics of that and, and what it can do and yes. what it can't do and stuff like that.
1: Would it like reel you up or do you just walk as it like
3: ideally it can reel me up? Ideally it can like lock in place can maybe pull things toward me we'll see <laughs>
1: yeah. so we'll figure out we'll have figure you got goes on with that mm-hmm. have you gotten to work on the, your other the other one <laughs> where the platform on my back
3: that one I I feel like that one we maybe are gonna need some some pieces of wood it definitely some kind of I have some leather straps that I could make like a backpack kind of thing that could go around your shoulders. I think that could be And some kind of, like, frame
1: for you, maybe? Mm Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have to.
3: Yeah, so don't go toppling off. If you go running, that's probably a good idea. I have a lot of ideas. (laughs) I I hold up my notebook, and there's just, like, scribbles and, like, diagrams everywhere.
1: (laughs) There's post-it notes overflowing out of it. (laughs) Oh,
3: yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, if everybody is going to sleep, you, I mean, you get the benefits of a full rest, although I don't believe any of you. Have done anything that would constitute needing it. Uh, but night has come.
3: One thing though, since I have it prepared today, um, yeah. I actually um, <laughs> would like to, I will pull out a spool of silver thread mm-hmm. and just leave a little bit um, at the door's threshold and cast alarm.
0: Okay. Smart just, thinking.
3: Um, yeah, just uh, an alert in my head. Gotcha. Yeah, and if the party or Dahlia cross it, just for fun.
0: Oh, so if if some like or so
3: yeah, if some x ex- people accept that. Group, okay, basically.
0: gotcha. Well, uh it doesn't get tripped tonight, thankfully. Cool. Um, the four of you also awaken uh in the morning to I want to say darkened windows, but like in comparison to what it normally is. It, it's always kind of gray, but more specifically a downpour rain. What is the second day going to bring? I guess you guys had breakfast probably.
3: Um so uh Dalia, if I may, uh what do you do in the city? Um I know from our limited experience it's very restrictive on who can come in and go out.
0: She will describe um most like kind of a tailor. Um, she doesn't make clothing per se, but different, uh, like tapestries and rugs. And, um, she will, uh, show you if you're interested, she has like a large in her bedroom, a large loom for which she can like weave, um, different things like that, uh, curtains or whatever. Um, and that has been standing enough to keep her employed quote unquote by the, by the town and. As a resident, you know she doesn't have a time limit like you guys or Rick Taviu did. Um, but that's that's her primary contribution. Was it
1: difficult for you to get residency here?
0: No, I wouldn't say it was terribly difficult. Um, I luckily had skills, and I, considering the circumstance for which brought me it, the burgomaster was kind in allowing me to stay, especially with the the skills that I have. It was it was not too hard. Are the four of you looking... I, I know Avalon mentioned you were trying to leave. You're not trying to gain residency in Kresk.
1: Oh, no. I just noticed how strict they are with people coming in. I didn't know if they gave you hassle when you like first arrived. But I guess if you come with the intention of starting a life there, they will probably take you a little bit more seriously than, say, passers like this.
0: Yeah, she'll nod along to that. That's pretty much how it works, yeah. As you're kind of conversing over um, breakfast, you do hear a like loud knock at the door.
1: Oh, get it!
0: <laughs> um, Dolly is halfway up out of her seat when you say that, and she gladly sits back down. Um, <laughs> as you open the door, you notice um, just kind of a plain-looking person is at the door, um, and he looks at you and says, uh, The... Master is calling for you. Um, I can escort you. It's not to his estate. He has more serious matters that uh, have cropped up in the night. He's not happy about it. Um, That's all I know. So if Uh, the four of you are ready to depart, let's... Yeah, I'll I'll grab them
1: and we can get going. Mm -hmm.
0: The escort that the the Baron has... um, Sent for you. We'll kind of walk you down to the town and actually, um, out to one of the outer ends of the wall to where more of their specific, um, the like the edge of the crop lands and stuff like that that they have growing. Specifically, to um, what you can see is like a farm ranch that is like out on the the very edge. It has just like a small small house and then a barn there and that is attached to a larger fenced in sort of pasture. And you can see as you're walking there, I need everybody to roll a perception check. Uh,
4: uh
0: seventeen. Okay.
4: Eleven.
0: Okay. Six. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eighteen. Okay. Um Bear, avalon and Selena will notice weaving through the, sh- the cobblestone um, which is becoming more sporadic and uh, more dirt path like as you get to this outer edge of the town but you do notice with the heavy rain that there is trailing kind of through the, the streets just like the faintest track of blood, red coming I mean as you're moving towards it so like coming down at you as if it's washing off of something and traveling towards you. The escort um, doesn't seem to pay to mind. He continues going, uh, and as you get closer to the uh, ranch, like farm area uh, up to that gated fence that encompasses the pasture, you notice that there are bones like littered throughout the pasture. There's splatterings of blood on. The fence that is now being cleaned off by rain as best as it can, and you see the burgomaster who's standing at the edge of the fence, and he's kind of looking over where the barn door is open, and he's just he has his glasses in his hand, and he's just like rubbing the bridge of his nose, and the escort will kind of take a few steps ahead of you, and speak to the the baron in hushed tones, just kind of letting uh, him know that you guys have arrived. And he will turn and put his glasses back on and ask, now, what could the four of you gotten into this fast? He's getting like red cheeks. He's obviously very uh, infuriated at the idea that uh, in such a small amount of time, the four of you could set the town back so fast. And he will describe how the winter comes very strong in the valley and without their livestock, probably many people will die. And he is ready to blame the for view.